Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellows Podcast. My name is Carlos. And my name is Ozzy. In this episode, we're going to be reviewing Bumblebee and Aquaman. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Ozzy, how you doing? I am doing okay, man. How you doing? I'm doing all right. Um, just so everyone is clear right off the top, we are recording this like gorilla style right now, okay? Like, it's ridiculous how I'm recording this podcast, so if the audio quality is absolutely terrible, um, I'm aware and I apologize. <laughs> um, yeah, so hopefully that's not too big of a problem, but we'll see how it goes. Um, we're, at least we have some interesting, big, at least, movies to talk about, right? Yes, <laughs> definitely do. <laughs> um, it's, it, it should be good, hopefully. We'll see how it goes. Um, Brianna is going to be joining us a little bit later in the podcast, hopefully, to talk about Aquaman, and I'm so curious to see how that's going to go. Um, that being said, we also have a baby joining us, if you can't tell. Uh, sorry about that. It's what it is. Not much we can do. Um, but anyway, we're gonna start with just me and Ozzy, and we're gonna start with Transformers. With the Transformers movie. We're gonna start with Bumblebee. Ozzy, what were your expectations going into this movie, and did they live up to or down to your expectations? Uh, I was actually looking forward to this movie uh, just because of the fact that it was directed by Travis Knight, who, in fact, directed one of my favorite animated films uh, of all time and of 2016, uh, Kubo and the Two Strings. So I was definitely excited uh, just because of the fact that he was directing it and I loved his last project. Um, and, um, you know, it was it was Bumblebee, which, you know, I know the Transformers is not the best franchise out there, but you know, I mean, he's a positive um so yeah i was definitely interested just to see where they would take this uh in a, in a different direction since this is the first transformers movie that is not directed by michael bay which is a thumbs up Hallelujah. But, um, yeah <laughs> but um man i i gotta say i mean i really 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 uh love this movie it was it was it was really great uh, just jumping into positives here. I mean, it was really great. I mean, this movie had a lot more heart than I thought it would have. Um, and, and the chemistry between Haley Steinfeld and, and Bumblebee was was really great. She plays the character of Charlie. Um, and, uh, and, and she did an amazing job in the role. I think she's one of uh, my favorite uh, my favorite human characters in the entirety of the Transformers universe. Uh, she really did great so uh that i'm gonna start off with those positives yeah uh i'm on the same page with you pretty much uh it has a lot more heart than you would expect from a transformers movie and i mean Haley steinfeld is i mean she's the reason that this movie works i honestly believe that i think there's a lot of dumb in this movie but for the most part it is completely overpowered by Haley steinfeld and how good and charming she is as a character uh, but yeah, fully into positives here. I mean, I honestly believe that if this wasn't a, let, let's put aside the fact that this is a Transformers movie. 
I honestly believe if this wasn't a big action movie, that this is the kind, this is the level of performance that would be getting Oscar buzz out of Haley Steinfeld. She's gotten Oscar buzz out of much uh, smaller, I don't want to say smaller performances, but much le- less, sub- much more subdued performances than this. And I think that she is that good in this movie. She elevates this movie that much. And I feel like she, this is the wrong kind of movie. So it's not going to stand a chance. And that's completely under, I get it. But she's that good in this movie. And she really elevates the material. Because like I said, there's not, it's, it's not the best script in the world. But I feel like she elevates a poor script. Um, she she's re, she's amazing. Then, um, just her whole storyline. Like it's not just her performance. It's I I do believe that the way her character is written is pretty well fleshed out. Like there's a little bit that's a little on the nose. Like they they just you could tell that. Uh, the script's not great at parts, but I think the overall concept of her character and the way that they uh, displayed it to us as an audience for the most part really works. Um, and I I completely agree with you, and I love that you brought up the chemistry between her and the CGI character of Bumblebee. It, it really works. Like, I, this, it's weird to say because, like, whenever we get these CGI and human characters, sometimes it doesn't really work out. I think this time is one of those times when it does work out. Like, they they really work on screen together well. And, I again, that goes to the direction, and it goes to that portion of the script, at least. Um, so, yeah, and basically, there's some sequences. I don't think this is a spoiler, but there's some sequences that take place at, more towards the beginning of the movie on Cybertron. There's these big transformery action sequences those are awesome those are like they just kind of embrace the big explosiony cgi-ness of it all and those are the best i don't want to say the best sequences in the movie but they're some of the most fun sequences in the movie and i think i just wanted to yell at uh, what what studio makes these is it paramount universal I i think it's paramount yeah I just want to yell, please, this is what we wanted. Please, this is what we want from Transformers. Like, come on. Um, because they hit it out of the park in that first uh, sequence. So, um, yeah. Do you have any more positives? I'm sure you do. Um, yeah, I mean, I, this movie, the color in, in this movie, I can, I can tell who's fighting who now. Um, <laughs> it's, <laughs> I mean, they really work in detail to make sure that, you know, you can tell who's who's fighting who because i think that was definitely a problem with some of the previous transformers yes. <laughs> movies is just that they try to you know not give these autobots and decepticons so much color because it's cheesy or whatever but we don't know what's going on um without that information so um i, I do appreciate that part there um the action of this movie is also really great. Yes, you know between the, the transform. Yes. I mean, I was, I was very. There was a, and I'm so mad they actually showed this in the trailer. That shot where she's running mm-hmm. and you see Bumblebee fighting the Decepticon. That's actually one of the coolest shots seen in in, in the theater. I watched it at a Dolby theater and uh, at an AMC. So if you have the chance to see it on, on one of those screens, definitely do because that shot was actually really amazing. It is. Yeah. Um, and that's one thing I'll actually give this movie. The cinematography in this movie was actually really was actually pretty great, um, especially for a Transformers movie. I think this is the best. This has to be the best well shot 
Transformers movie. So Maybe. definitely, Michael Bay makes would, Michael Bay makes pretty but dumb movies. So I don't, I don't know. Well, I would have to think about that, but that's maybe fair i would i would i would give it that uh in my opinion but uh but yeah i mean i think that's that's it for me when it comes to positive yeah uh it, i agree with you um about that one sequence where they do show it in the trailer where she's running and the big actions happening behind her between bumblebee and this other transformer um that's a great sequence and what makes it work and what makes that shot and that scene work because we've had some kind of sequences like that where like you you see like Shia LaBeouf like slow motion and he's like there's all this chaos happening around him right the difference is we actually care about Haley Steinfeld's character <laughs> Um, that's the, and, and I think that's the best whoa 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 I still cared about Sam with Wiki okay Okay. Look. Look. I. Shia LaBeouf's not terrible in those movies. He's not the problem. And like we care about him because he's our lead character. And I feel like there's a different level in, in this movie. It goes to a different level where I care about her as a human being, and they establish that very well. So, you know, it just. I think I feel like there was more there. So when we're, when that's happening all around her and you see like the entire fight you can tell in that in that shot you can even tell like Bumblebee's just trying to make sure that nothing happens to her. Like that's like one of his biggest driving forces and that's I, I think that is what makes it work so well. Um and then another the last way I want to talk about positives is this movie in this movie is to talk about some of the biggest complaints that the Transformers movies have had and like go through a checklist here and this will carry us into negatives as well. Bloated. That's what, that's a word that a a lot of people would use to describe the Transformers movies that they're too long. There's too much happening. There doesn't make any sense. This movie does not fit that description. This movie feels like, I don't know how exactly how long it was, maybe two hours. Uh, but it feels like a very clean and fast two hours, if it is two hours. Um, it, it doesn't feel too long. Um, the, I, I guess another one would be what? Um, the, the, the humor. Okay, th- this can carry us into negatives, I guess. Um, the humor it's it works at times a lot of it doesn't um i i I don't know what what did you think about the humor in this movie um i i thought a lot of it was actually like cute humor you know i really uh you know it it was cute humor it wasn't like they were intentionally trying to make joke jokes that i personally saw like i didn't see them intentionally trying to make jokes um i thought it worked most of it just because for me it was it was cute humor it was nice humor you know and it was it was fine like it wasn't anything that it wasn't anything where i was like you know man this is yeah uh, you know this is is aquaman level (laughs) trying to be funny um (laughs) spoilers for our discussion that's gonna um, happen yeah yeah, just just a preview for my negative there um (laughs) but um i mean it wasn't it was like maybe like dude stop (laughs) one it's it's not working, but I mean, no, I mean, for me, it was, it was cute. You know I mean, I, I understand though, um, where, where you'd be coming from because it's not, it's not human for everybody. Look, it's, it, you know, it, it's going to hit. The difference is for me that it doesn't 
force it. Like it, it doesn't. I don't. I guess it's not aggressively terrible humor. <laughs> it's just like some of it just doesn't hit. As opposed to you know the Transformers movies where you have like uh, John Turturro's character who's just terrible. Like he's not funny, but he thinks that he is. Uh, so I, I guess there's, it's a step up in that sense, but yeah, let's move into negatives, I guess. Um, everything to do with the military, I was out on. Are we, are we on the same page there? Um, military, there wasn't enough for me to take the military out of it because I liked it for the most part. You like John Cena's character? I'm upset that they didn't use John Cena's character more because oh, I feel no. like they really didn't give them. I personally feel that they didn't give him enough to work with. I know I understand why you would say, "Oh, like that's terrible. He's annoying." But like, he's a cartoon. I just wish character. they would have given him more. Yeah, I mean, but again, I would have given him more to work with because for me, like, he was about to have range, and the first scene that he had with Bumblebee. But then they never revisited it until the end of the movie where, you know, at that point in time. I mean, John Cena only really had, no spoiler, like, like what, four or five scenes at a two-hour movie? It's not a lot. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, I mean, you're not really I, – I can't necessarily blame him for his performance. I mean, he did okay. Obviously, he did better in, in blockers. But, I mean, he – I mean – that it didn't really give him too too much to work with in my opinion and on top of that he he i mean granted he from what they edited out in his scenes he had every right to act the way that he did um just because of where his character was but i mean i, I wish I they would have given him more to do because of what i found negative was the family honestly like they didn't act like a family to me at all huh. like it felt like yeah. actors acting acting in a family um That's so for fair. me it really didn't make sense like I, I not that it didn't make sense to add them because of course you know obviously she's trying to she's about to turn 18 of course but i mean um that's that's what took me out of it mm -hmm. i really didn't like stefan schneider's character who played the stepdad um just because for me he was too cheesy um but i mean that that's that's what i would put it towards was the family because i mean what i'll say that they should have done with, you know, what they should have taken out is, is a lot of the family stuff just because, I mean, it was, a, it really didn't feel, I didn't feel it. You know what I mean? And I don't know if it was because their performances just weren't as good as Harry Steinfeld's performance. I don't know, but I just really didn't feel uh, the, the family bond there. And like I said, it just felt cheesy for me uh, when it came to their family. I agree with you that the family stuff doesn't necessarily work. And ultimately, I think what you can gather from our conversation here is that basically this movie works when there's either no humans on the screen or just Haley Steinfeld and maybe her friend on the screen. That's it. <laughs> Everything else, not so much. I, I think I, I agree the family stuff. It, to me, that stuff's more kind of like it was hit or miss. Like some of it was fine. Some of it was a little rough. But honestly every time there was anything to do with the military or the sector seven or whatever happening on the screen i was just literally like please I mean, was get it, me was out it, of here was it john ortiz's fault i mean he played the he played dr powell he's not great I mean, either 
I mean, he's not. I mean, that's what I would give you is that he's not really playing the best character. But I mean, I and again, I mean, it, I I don't find the military stuff terrible just because of the fact that I feel like we should. I feel like if there's more military stuff going on, it would be better. Because I mean, when they when the military was in action, I did thought I did think it was pretty cool. But I mean, that I mean, because I would have yeah. pre- much preferred that over the family stuff. I com- I that's where we come. That's where we come to a head because I completely disagree. <laughs> if you give me more family stuff, I will take that all day. I will take that all day over anything to do with John Cena on the screen. I would have. I would have taken it. I mean, I would have taken more of Mimo's character. Yes. You know, yeah. Because he was actually really good. He was a good character. Yes. Like I said, that that was her, fr- um, Haley Steinfeld's character's friend. Yes. By the way, he was played by uh, Jorge uh, Lendy Borg Jr. So sorry if I pronounced your last name wrong there. <laughs> um, but, um, but no, I mean, I think he did great. Uh, just yeah. going back to positives there. But I mean, I, I think th- I, I wish I would have added more more from there because I mean, he yeah. had great chemistry with Haley Steinfeld. They really worked together. Great. Yeah. So, I mean, I really like their chemistry, but, uh, I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to dock John Cena any points here. Okay. Cause I, I feel like they didn't give him enough to work with. I'm not going to do that. To be I mean, clear. Only have five scenes. To be, yeah, well, I think you're underplaying how much he was actually in the movie, but to be clear, I don't think that it's all John Cena's fault. I think they gave him, cause I think the military stuff is the worst parts of the script like completely i think the family stuff boils down to chemistry you're right it just doesn't work there's not a lot of mesh there some of the script isn't great there there's some cheesy moments i I agree with you there but for me the military stuff is it's so poorly written and john cena does not have much to work with but i also don't think he adds any nuance to it so i do put some of the blame on him but i think we're just gonna disagree on this so there's no point in just arguing about it yeah i mean whatever (laughs) (laughs) yeah it is what it is um either way i there's there's a good chunk of the movie for one of us for both of us that doesn't work whether it's the family or the military but um this is i think overall we can both agree that this is a huge step up for the franchise um whether how big a step could be a point of debate i don't i don't know um how high you're gonna rate it i do think this is a step in the right direction because especially when i say my rating which i will say right now remember the last two movies that have been in this franchise and how terrible they have been I'm giving this movie a 7.1. This is a good movie, and I'm proud and happy to give a Transformers franchise movie a 7.1. That is awesome. Okay, I'm giving it a uh, a 7.9. All right. 7.9. Really great. Um, I mean, I think think Travis Knight did a fantastic job with this movie, Um, and, and, and I think, you know, arguably he made the best one in the franchise um and if they're gonna reboot it because it does seem like they're heading in that direction i do think that this is a great step in the right direction this is gonna be your first movie this is per excellent step in the right direction um so yeah uh i'll I'll leave it at that awesome awesome well now we will move on to aquaman all right, so joining us for the Aquaman review, we have someone who specifically requested to be on this episode, I believe after seeing the movie, so that's an interesting choice. Brianna, Brianna, how you doing? I'm doing. 
Yeah, um, I'm curious, what was it about this movie that made you want to be on for this episode? Um, lots of things. <laughs> we'll get into it. Fair enough. All right. Um, I'm, I'm curious to see, I think it was just the, the profound difference between my response to this movie and the, like, public response to this movie. Mm-hmm. It kind of made me question my entire uh my entire work like life and times and work as a critic <laughs> yeah um uh, all right let's just dive right into this i, I don't think so uh, to speak yeah exactly i don't, I don't think there's uh, much reason delaying it uh overall thoughts uh i don't know if this is like the common response because this is one that i've actually managed to avoid any other kind of opinions of but i really don't like this movie oh my gosh that's fair i really like i'm trying to avoid hate because i don't i feel like that's a little strong but i really don't like this movie i i think this movie you know ozzy how we were just talking about like all the common things used to describe the Transformers movies in the past and how Bumblebee doesn't yeah. necessarily fit all those categories anymore, which is good. I feel like this yeah. took all those descriptors, descriptors and said, let's make a movie. Um, like, it's big, it's bloated, it's messy. I, oh, it's, it tries to be funny. Like, oh my gosh. Uh, I'm not a fan of this movie, if you can't tell. I I have some positives, so we won't be completely dry there, but my goodness, not a fan. Um, Brianna, I'm guessing you're on the same page. Yeah, basically. (laughs) It wasn't as offensive. See, I went in with, like, no standards whatsoever, because I thought it was going to be bad. So I was pleasantly surprised, because it wasn't offensively bad, but... It wasn't good by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, it's got a 64% on Rotten Tomatoes, which I think is really? incredibly generous. Wow. Incredibly generous. And, it's and the a, audience score is like 85%. On IMDb right now, which is ludicrous. Um, but it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. It wasn't good. It wasn't great, and it definitely wasn't good, but it wasn't offensively bad either. So it wasn't hmm. like... As bad as I, I mean, I, I like to, you know, you guys know, I like to come on here and just trash movies that I don't like, but this isn't the, I don't feel justified in trashing this movie and making a meme out of how bad it is. Well, I guess I'll take up but the mantle there. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, no, I don't, don't get me wrong. I didn't like it. I wasn't, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to go, I'm not going to buy it. Like when it comes out, I didn't, I wouldn't see it again, but I wasn't bored either. Yeah. So Ozzy, what about you? Well, I mean, I don't, I, I didn't think I would, you know, not hate it. And I don't hate it because this movie made me laugh. Not because it was funny, but because <laughs> of the things that they did that, that I found extremely okay. funny. Before um, we get started, I just, okay, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Ozzy, go ahead. Um, I mean, like I said, wasn't terrible, but they, they did some t- terrible things, which I found absolutely hilarious. And I was busting out laughing in this movie, and nobody understood why. I was like, oh, God, this is just too funny, guys. Um, My theater laughed at one yeah. part, and I'll tell you about that. I'll definitely tell you about the part where I laughed at, too. But I mean, can we'll we, get into it. We'll get into can it. We t- before we get started, can we talk about um, 
teenage Aquaman for a second. That's negative. <laughs> I know. Lies. I negative. Wanted, I want to get that out of the way. Let's start. Let's start positive. Let's start positive. All right. Yeah. <laughs> this is a positive time of the year. Okay. Right? <laughs> All right, Tied. let's start positive. Let's just go. Right. Let's get through this so we All can right. move on. My positives is Jason Momoa. I think he does a. I think he does do a really good Aquaman, and I think he does try, and I think he does care about the character, and you can see that in his performance. So I, I will say that's one of the reasons why I don't hate it because you know he, you can tell he's having a good time. You can tell that he just wants everybody around him to just be having a good time while you know while he's performing um and you know he was you know for me you can i can see that in his performance that he was genuinely trying to make this character something that nobody's understood about this character because aquaman isn't the most beloved character of all time um but you do see that in this movie where they've kind of where they added to the mythology a little bit where they've uh, not added to the mythology but you know they they do explore the Atlantis mythology and I will say that's the most interesting part of the movie uh, is when they do try to go into the mythology of Atlantis and then you know I'll leave it at that. All right, um, I think the best positives I have for this movie is. I think there's a lot of great uh, visual aspects to this movie. I think um, there's some CGI that we'll, I'm sure you'll, you're going to talk about, Ozzy, that doesn't work. But there's also some that is really cool. Some of the underwater stuff on some of the big underwater action set pieces look really cool. Um, and the way they used just some of the visuals were really interesting. And I enjoyed those aspects of it. I agree with you um, about Momoa. He is by he is far from the problem with this movie momoa is far from the problem with this movie um so yeah i agree with you on that front as well um james wan's not the best at shooting action sequences but again some of them work a lot of the underwater ones mostly um <laughs> work uh but yeah i, I don't know i don't I, i'm struggling to remember positives when i saw the movie like half an hour ago um brianna do you have any positives yes um well yeah um I, i'm gonna actually disagree with both of you on jason momoa oh. even though i am a hot-blooded <laughs> heterosexual female i i thought he kind of floundered as as aquaman and some just because like okay in the opening sequence sure like the the not the opening sequence of the movie, but like the mm. first time that we see him as Aquaman, I was like, yes, I can get on board with this totally. But then there were other sequences later in the movie where I was like, what are you doing? What are you What are you doing? Um, but that's not a positive, so I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna move on. Um, <laughs> um, I thought I can definitely agree with you in the visual department. It was very interesting, and I think that really helps. Um, because when I saw that this movie was two and a half hours long, I almost wanted to like end it all. I mean, I, I don't do when they, when they near in on two and a half hours, I just want to commit seppuku in, in the theater. So I'm like, uh, the fact like I can, I, it feels Normally when I see a movie that long, it I can tell when we're nearing in on two and a half hours and I'm like, just 
I'm so antsy and so ready to leave. And I didn't feel that way with this movie. Maybe that was because it was so visually interesting and because it moves so quickly, it doesn't ever feel like it stops for too long in one area. I mean, I, I wasn't here for the Transformers discussion, but you guys know I hate the Transformers. I hate, I, I can't watch them just because they're way too long and they, they get bogged down so heavily with so many with a, like they stay in one spot way too long for me. And I didn't feel that way about Aquaman. I felt like, it, I mean, it's, I can get on this in the negatives. It moves very quickly. And I appreciated that in one sense. I, I was never bored. Um, That's fair, I guess. Felt, huh? That's fair, I guess. Yeah. I was never yeah, bored and watching it. Yeah. It reminded me of like Valerian and Jupiter ascending in the positive sense of like visually it's really interesting and the effects aren't always great, but um, at least it's something pretty to look at. And there was a huge variety of, of visuals too. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like there's just one underwater world. It was like you've the underwater world and you've got Italy and you've got the Sahara desert place and you've got, you know, there were a whole bunch of different, uh, fight scenes and it it was definitely an array you know and mm -hmm. so I, I gotta give it credit for being visually interesting and for moving quickly and I think that helps it um that helps it a lot and at least with me it does yeah all right uh does anybody have any more negative or positives before we move on to negatives because Willem I'm kinda... Dafoe okay Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe yeah I'll agree with that Willem Dafoe he actually did pretty good yeah I yeah Anybody else? I'm always gonna sing the praises of Willem Dafoe. <laughs> All right, uh, that'll be it. So right. I'm, 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 I'm gonna start as well because I've been down and talking about. Go for it. <laughs> um, they completely. Those of you guys, I'm gonna, let you, I'm gonna let you guys off with a bombshell first. Just kind of set the tone of what the night was gonna be like. Those of you guys who are really big fans of Manta, and those of you guys who really love Manta, were excited to see Manta in this movie. I want to go ahead and let you know that um, they went ahead and wasted his character. And, um, you know, uh, his, his whole side story was, you know, completely, they set it up. First of all, they, yeah. set, it up, they set it up good. They set it up good. And I was like, oh, like, this is, this is going to be interesting. And then they wasted it. So they yeah. literally could have had somebody else do what he was doing the entire time. Like, he was not interesting. And then it became annoying because... The thing that was going on with Atlantis is like, okay, this is like, it's interest. I mean, it's not great, but it's definitely interesting. And it's, I'm intrigued to continue following the storyline. But then they kept bringing back Manta. And I was like, can you just go somewhere and just be a part of a sequel somewhere? Because I don't need to see you right now because you're really annoying. And he was very annoying um, throughout the entirety of the movie. And you don't see him again. Um, to large sections of the movie. Uh, um, so that's one of my biggest negatives in the movie. But um, Carlos, I'll let you take it away because I know you've been dying here. <laughs> uh, um, I Okay, I, and this is a weird place to start, but it plays into the Manta thing. And I don't mean to step on your corner, Ozzy, because this has been your corner for the last year of this podcast. The costumes. They're all a disaster. They're all so bad. <laughs> They're all so bad. And Manta's is... This is one of those situations where I think you might even be able to agree with me, Ozzy. 
this is one of those situations where you step away and take a take go in a different direction than the comics, please. And they they stuck to it. And my goodness, it's terrible. It doesn't work on screen. This is the moment when people genuinely laughed in the theater when they saw his costume for the first time. It's so bad. It's, oh my gosh. And it just plays into all the cheesiness of this movie. And, oh, it's, to me, that's the tip of the cheesiness iceberg. Uh, I, I don't know. It was so, it was so bad. Um, Yikes. I just, that's where I wanted to start. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I mean, the costume, I mean, when I saw his costume, and then, like, when, especially his line delivery, when he had finally admitted who he was, I was just like, I was looking at my cousin's husband, and we were just like, oh, God, no. Um, it was, it was, it was just really bad. It was just terrible. And, 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 and I'm just gonna, and, and Brianna, you'll go after, after just say this one point here, but by God, the sound. I could not understand Patrick Wilson half the time he was speaking in the water. Eh, I that, was like, that effect worked for damn. me to an extent, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I get why you would be echoing, but to a degree. But did you have to put an echo upon another echo upon another echo? Like, I get it. It's echoing in the water. That's 100% fine. But I need to be able to understand this person. And I could not understand him for the life. Like, there was points in time where I had to, like, I was just looking at my girlfriend to see if she knew what was going on, and then she'd be like, "Are you good?" Because I'm understanding it. I was like, "I'm, I'm not. I guess I'm deaf, but I don't know." Yeah, just, dude, that that might just be you. I just did not like the sound in that movie when it came to the echoing, but this is me. Maybe, um, Brianna, what about you? Oh boy, <laughs> strap in. Um, uh, strap in. Oh, shut up. I would just like to. <laughs> I just like to start with. Teenage Aquaman. Oh, yeah, he was terrible. I, I felt so bad because, like, there were, I was in a theater of people who actually genuinely wanted to appreciate the movie unironically, and I could not stop laughing. Every time he opened his mouth, I would look over at my brother, like, this is not real. They did not hire him. Why is he, why is he in this movie? Yeah, teenage teenage Aquaman wasn't wasn't the best part. So I'm just no. glad he was only. I'm just glad he was only there for one scene. Honestly, yeah. uh, I mean it wasn't. I mean it didn't bring down the movie, you know, by a whole lot. Uh, um, this I, I think. Sorry, go ahead. This movie is the king. Uh, to, to take a completely different direction, I and I agree with you. He's not the kid's not good, uh, but to, this movie is like the king of like awkwardly placed slow motion uh, like I, it just felt so random some of the like moments like and it's every time and, and no i won't i won't say random i feel like it's just like annoying slow motion because like every time someone would walk into a room like they'd get a slow motion shot of like somebody reacting to them walking into the room and it's like every single time like that yes. happened so much, and I don't know what yes. was. Were they covering for something? Like, I don't know what they're covering for. It was a disaster. It's so like this movie's already two and a half hours. Exactly. Long. Why? Why do we need slow motion? It's like random and dramatic scenes. Like what are we doing? The thing, I think the biggest thing about this movie that frustrated me was that it was such a movie. If that makes yeah. sense, it kind of felt like it was checking off. Yes. It was just participating in a checklist way more than actually warranting any of the things that happened. The it love was story like, feels like that, especially. 
so contrived. I mean, uh, there's a certain point in time uh, in the movie, no spoilers, where it kind of is revealed that, you know, something significant is happening in their relationship. And she gives, they, they exchange a look of like dire importance. And I was like, that look was so unwarranted. Like, this is not, this is not nearly as important as you think it is because you have no, you've had no, like maybe you're supposed to have chemistry. I know that you're supposed to have chemistry because he's, you know, Aquaman and you're female Aquaman or whatever, but you're like, like from a, from a practical standpoint of having watched this movie, you have no chemistry whatsoever. You just showed up and you're you're a female and he's a male and that's why you're supposed to be in love or whatever. And you're and both so attractive. That's this, what it boils down to. This <laughs> this like look of significance between the two of them was completely I mean, unwarranted. I'll just say that they're both attracted to each other, okay? That's it. So <laughs> I mean, what? They didn't they looked at each other like they looked at each other well, like not she chemistry betrayed there. Him or something. Well, that's I'll, agree with, I'll agree I mean, I'll agree with that to a degree. I do think that they genuinely do end up having chemistry together, but it does take a bit of it does take a long time to get there because I yeah. do agree with you there, Brianna, like where he where where something happens. And I was like, you don't want anything to do with her. Like, it's not even that big of a spoiler because it doesn't yeah. it doesn't it's the, it's not even that big of a spoiler because it doesn't end up affecting anything in any significant way at all. So um, but I, I think the big problem is that it's just, it's too much of a movie for its own good. Like the story is needlessly convoluted. He gets dragged yes. in and it just kind of, things just kind of happen. They don't really, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense for any, it's kind of like a whole bunch of non sequiturs, like literally like a checklist. And I mean, no fewer than three times did me or my brother turn to the other and say, this is what's going to happen. And then mm -hmm. it happened. Mm -hmm. So, like, there's one you know, thing especially that's so telegraphed the entire way. You know, it's gonna happen, and it does. Yeah, and I was the thing is, it wouldn't be that big of a deal if I hadn't seen it done already better twice. I think so somebody, I, I think somebody said something about this movie, and I couldn't even agree more. This is literally Thor, except you know, not as great. Um, I've got a better me, comparison. Ozzy, I said that. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh man, me. I gotta swear that was somebody else. I was like, man, I'll, I'll, this person's sorry. I'll do you. I'll do you, I'll do you one better. I'll do you one better. This movie, the story of this movie is Black Panther, except Killmonger is the hero. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. That's what this movie is. <laughs> of all the movies that this that this is, it's basically Thor, uh, Thor one, and a little bit of Thor three. Um. And it's very, at the beginning, it's very Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Uh, <laughs> very, like, surprisingly Shark Yo, Boy. Yo, her hair girl. looks like Lava it's Girl. It's not great. That's, that's very, definitely a negative. Very like, black I thought the Panther. hair would get better. I thought the hair would get better, right? It's not. What um, you see in the trailer is, is her hair. It's not. Jeez. Yeah. If I could nominate her hair for a Razzie. <laughs> yeah, they might. You I never know. know. They're gonna do that. It was so... Like, it, I, I, I know that I, I, there's one guy that I know that he's kind of a DC fanboy to a fault, and he doesn't want people to compare DC and Marvel. He thinks DC is superior in every way. And I'm like, 
DC's not helping their case when they make, I mean, this movie is literally, it's Thor. When you have, you know, the jacked, long-haired son of a mythological society going after a particular weapon that he's got to prove his worth to wield <laughs> in order to dethrone his brother, who's way more European-looking. Like, like you've got to... <sighs> this is Thor. DC's not helping their case. And it doesn't even make any sense to me why they did that. They could have foregone that comparison by making Black Manta the main... But then again, I guess you would be you'd be doing like a black Panther in civil war kind of thing. But it was like such a mess. It was was, like, I know that I said it wasn't as offensively bad as I thought it was going to be. And it wasn't because at least it was entertaining. I was entertained, but from a, from a like critical standpoint of, of like writing and it being like an intelligent, thoughtful experience no it was a complete mess yeah uh this movie uh, i I described it as bloated at the beginning and that's to me i stand by that like there's so much packed in here that a lot of it's unnecessary you can cut half of this you can trim this story down so much and it would make still make sense and i i it's it's transformers light to me like this is there's so much here that you can just cut. There's so much, like, fat on this movie. And it's not, like, with Transformers, with those movies, like, it becomes so bad that it's boring. The Even the action is boring. That's not necessarily the case here, so it doesn't go to that extreme. But it still doesn't take away from the fact that this movie is just too long. It's too convoluted. Like you said, that's a great word to describe this movie. And, yeah, not a fan. <laughs> I don't know. Um... There was one other point that I had, but honestly, like, it's just whatever. It just, I don't know. Like, I know people are going to see this movie. It's going to make tons of money. But uh, I don't know. I'm not, I'm talking myself into hating this movie, but I I still, like, I can't get all the way there. But the thing is, I mean, for me, I mean, James Wan is an excellent horror director. Yes, go back to horror, please. and, 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 And that, but I mean, he cannot. And I stand by this. For me, he cannot direct an action movie. I'm on the uh, same page because, as you now. This movie is convincing. Because, because, I mean, even shooting some of the action sequences, sure, I mean, some of the underwater sequences were really cool. Sure, I'll give him that. But, I mean, I don't understand why he did some of the things he did with the camera acting like they were cool. I mean, you would have the frame turned sideways sometimes, which I'd be like, that completely just took me out of your freaking scene, like your freaking fight now. Like, I was into it two seconds ago, and I'm out. Um, and then when he would introduce villains sometimes, it would be slow motion and all dramatic. Like, da-da-da. It was just, like, so, so stupid. And it was just so it's, cheesy. It's ridiculous. Like, yeah, it's, it's such a it, movie. It, 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 for me, I was and just like... And that's not a compliment. Like it, yeah, and I was it just feels, like, why? It doesn't feel like a story. It feels like a movie that you're checking off, like, all right here's the villain now and now here they're supposed to be in love because they're both the leads and that's the way we it's work like, it's like i can literally see james Wan being like okay introducing super villain check saves everybody check save somebody important to him check sets up the dynamic between him and his future lover check introduces another guy check Fights an army. Check. Somebody Gets drinks out weapon. of a toilet. Check. <laughs> oh, the humor. The humor. Okay, Ozzy, you mentioned the humor before. 
you, you want to touch on that? Oh my gosh, this movie's not funny. <laughs> it tries, it tries too like, hard. It's not. It tries to be so funny. I'm just over here sitting like, man, it's not funny. And listen, if my girlfriend's on that, I think it's, it's definitely not funny because she loves it a lot. <laughs> um, and 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 by God, this movie was not funny. I mean, I, I even have my cousin who she laughs at a lot of things too. And by God, it was not funny. I think I made them laugh more in the movie uh, while while we were watching it than, than the movie itself, which is sad because I barely did anything in the movie. So uh, it's, it's just it's not funny. I think the things the things that happen in this movie, especially the ending sequence, I was like, oh, God. All right. Uh, the the last thing I'm going to say before we kind of close it out, unless you guys have any lingering thoughts, but the last thing I'm going to say is kind of a counterpoint to something you mentioned in positives. I Well, one of you, I think. Uh, the whole <coughs> mythology that they build, the Atlantis stuff, like that was what I was looking forward to the most. Like at least give me like some interesting like mythology to work with. And there's some neat stuff here and there, but... Overall, that was the most disappointing part of the movie. Like, I just felt so... Those are the scenes I felt bored with. Is, like, anytime they're dealing with, like, the politics, talking about, like, why they legally can't, like, attack the surface. Like, I don't care. Like, they didn't do a good job of establishing And not only that, that, but there, like, there were some... I'm so sorry to interrupt you, Carlos. No, you're I good. just This came to my brain. It was like, there was one scene where they kind of set it up you know, they tell you the mythology behind it and they tell you the, you know, they explain like, you know, the political uh, goings on. And then he just kind of ignores it. Does it? <laughs> yeah. He just kind of ignores it anyway. And I'm like, all right, why did you, why was this, some, why was this so much of a concern if you were just going to do X, Y, and Z anyway? Like, uh, yeah. I know that uh, Ozzy, I know that you were looking forward to the mythology, but that was part of the reason why I thought this movie was so convoluted. It was so needlessly complicated because it felt like you would get <sighs> it felt like you would get a direct like a direct goal you'd be like all right i just need to do this and then they'd be like all right but in order to do this i we think have to the do this. history like i said and then, I mean, the myth- in order I mean, like to do I, this we have to do this other thing like i said i mean the mythology is cool i didn't say they executed it well <laughs> words never came out of my mouth okay own. fair <laughs> enough fair enough you didn't say that <laughs> exactly okay is, 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 i mean because i mean there's great stuff in there i mean when they were explaining everything it was like the seven kingdoms or whatever i was like okay so you're trying to be game of thrones let's see if you're let's see if you're gonna follow up with it <laughs> i mean clearly they didn't um it was like it was like game of thrones of the seven ocean kingdoms <laughs> But, I mean, they didn't execute it as well as I wanted them to execute it because, I mean, there were some interesting things that they were bringing up. And so I was like, oh, this is actually pretty cool. But they never went anywhere and didn't go anywhere. They would they uh. would revert back to Patrick Wilson's character, which, by the way, Patrick Wilson he basically phoned in his performance. Nicole Kidman phoned in her performance. Thank you. These, Thank you for bringing up Kidman because like, I... Like I sheesh. Yeah. She really didn't do that much. I mean, I was like, no, yeah. Look, I'm of the mindset that Nicole. Look, I'm of the mindset. I've said that this is very well known on this podcast. Anybody who listens, but I'm of the mindset that Nicole Kidman is a national treasure, and we should all appreciate her more. But she, this is not her movie. Like, oh, she is. She phones it in. I agree with you. This is not her. This is not a Oscar worthy performance, and she's gonna probably have two Oscar worthy performances this year, and. this is not one of them. Yeah, I could, I could, I, I could just imagine. It's like, yeah, I mean, I pretty much worked for the entirety of the year. I think 
<laughs> I think I can goof off a little here, you know. Yikes. All right. <laughs> but um, let's I mean, rate yeah, this movie. movie. Ozzy, you want to rate it? I'm gonna give I'm gonna give this movie a five point five. All right. Stretch that. Solid five. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's the fastest you've ever changed. All right. Um, Brianna, what are you? Um, I gave it a four out of ten. I think that's fair. Yeah. I, I okay. I was gonna go three, but I'll, I'll bump it up a little bit. Three and a half. <laughs> I, I really. Go three. <laughs> I was gonna say go three. No, I'm going. I'm three and a half. Three and a half. Like I really like. I. I'm talking. The more I talk about this movie, the more I dislike it. So like, I feel like I need to stop talking before it goes even lower. I really didn't like this movie. So, um, yeah. And I was like, I wasn't one of the people who thought this movie was gonna be terrible. Like, I feel like everyone thought this movie was gonna be awful. But I was just like, I wanted to like this movie, and it was such a disappointment on so many levels. Well, uh, it's definitely not worth the salt that it's getting. Like, it's definitely not worth all the praise it's receiving. Yeah, I mean, I was, I saw a freaking uh, what was it? A, a comment from from like one of the one of the TV spots. This changes the entirety of the superhero line. I'm like, what? What? No. What? No. No, because what? It's shot underwater? Fake underwater? Get out of my face. <laughs> shot fake. Get up. out of my face. <laughs> this is like the year when Avengers Infinity War happened. Like what? Yes. No. Sit down, my dude. Sit down. Relax. Wonder Woman is still the top of the DC cinematic universe and it's not even oh, close. Oh, 100%. It's Easily. Not even close. That changed. So. That would have I would have given that comment to Wonder Woman. I mean, Wonder <laughs> Woman was go. amazing. <laughs> yeah. Like what do you mean? It uh, changes so. the superhero landscape. Anyway. Oh, God. All but, right. uh, Before we wrap it up, Ozzy, you wanted to talk about some trailers, correct? Yes. Uh, let's talk about Hellboy, because Hellboy's getting a lot of... I mean, people are saying it's mixed, but I don't see it's mixed. I mean, I would say it's a mix between the comments and the like section on YouTube. But, um, yeah, Brianna, since you just made that merp noise, I'm, I'm going to guess that you don't like it. Well, um... <laughs> I'm I'm like a Ron Perlman fangirl through and through. So, oh, look, the movies, his movies. Uh, well, I haven't seen Golden Army, but his 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 stint as Hellboy didn't grant or didn't uh, garner like the best movies. But he is one of the coolest people that has ever lived, I think, and I I don't think that's an exaggeration. So, um. I don't know. I think that everything it everything looks promising except for David Harbour and I don't uh I know that like that's because I love Ron Perlman so much. It almost doesn't matter who's coming after him, but I, I everything seemed pretty promising except for David Harbour. Yeah. I I'm gonna be the most negative here, and Ozzy, we'll let you finish it off positive. I think um, <laughs> I'm gonna be the most negative here. I don't like this trailer. I, I I think it's trying so hard to be funny and to be fun and Guardians of the Galaxy to me. Like I don't know, and maybe that's how it's supposed to be. I've never read a Hellboy comic. I will admit that right here. All I have to go on is those first two movies, which I thoroughly enjoy for the most part. So. 
I just, to me, this is such a weird, it's going to be a shift for me. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like this is something that I'm going to have to get used to. They're going to need a couple more trailers to win me over. And then it's just going to take some adjust, adjusting. The humor doesn't work really in the, in the trailer for me. And I feel like I was just sitting, and maybe that was, that was because I was sitting there going, why are they even trying with the humor? Like, what are they doing? Um, I, I, maybe maybe it is because I was just so unprepared and so blindsided for, by it. Uh, that's completely possible. But for me, this trailer really doesn't work. And I know it does for you, and we've talked about this briefly, Ozzy, and I know other people who this trailer works for, so it might just be me. I don't know. It's I, I wasn't a fan. I mean, I'll say that the suit Jen needs to be touched up on. I mean, I think we can all agree with that there. Yeah. But I, mean, That's a, I don't think it's a expected. terrible trailer. I think I think people are just, you know, we have five Spider-Mans, you know? Like, I don't understand why everybody's so upset. I mean, we haven't had Ron Perlman in a freaking Hellboy movie in over 10 years. So, I mean, then it's not like you watch those movies religiously. So I mean, for the me, thing is just, that Ron like, Perlman know, is the, the thing. The reason that I am defending him so much is because he left such a distinct impression on Hellboy. I mean, that's the only cinematic adaptation of Hellboy. Yeah, but I mean, seen. and I'm not saying it's too soon. I'm saying that Ron Perlman was such an interesting and cool. Hellboy that it's almost like why should anyone else why, that's why? fine but I mean you can't for me and this is this is starting to become the thing with me I mean I'll even bring up a character that they're gonna even that they're actually gonna go ahead and try to reprise Johnny Depp will no longer be playing Jack Sparrow and I've grown up with Jack Sparrow my entire life that's that's the whole reason why I'm in the movies but I'm not gonna say that there's not another actor who can take the role and make it you know, make it their own, you know, and for me, that's a problem with a lot of these negative, with a lot of these comments is, you know, it's Ron Perlman's character, and I, that's great, he brought it to life, and that's awesome, he was the first one to do that, that's amazing, and that's a stamp that he'll have for the rest of his career, but I mean, to shut down on making movies of, of these characters just because the actor is no longer a part of the project, for me, that's absolutely ridiculous, and I this is only a two-minute... And I'm not, I didn't no, I'm not, say no, that. No, no, no. I'm, well, you cut me off because I wasn't gonna. I didn't say it was you. Okay. <laughs> so if you're gonna come at me, come on, move facts, Brianna. Oh my God. Anyways, before I was rudely interrupted by Brianna here. Um, you know what? But, you want me to drag our personal business into this, Ozzy? Oh no. We can drag our personal <laughs> business into personal? this if you want. Let's, let's not. Let's, let's not. Go ahead. But I mean, listen. I mean, like I said. I mean, but listen. I mean, I'm not serious. No. I mean, I don't. This is only a two-minute trailer. Um, and 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 people are already judging David Harbour off, off, you know, after a two minute. That's trailer, the point. You're supposed necessary. to get the trailer's supposed to give you an impression of what you're going to see. Which I think he did great. I mean, I, I you know, it's only two minutes. I mean, I'm gonna judge him by the rest of the movie. I mean, I can't. I'm not gonna say like, yo, he did sucks. Because no, I mean, people saw the Wonder Woman trailer and they were just still like, oh, well, Gal Gadot, like, you know, I don't know. And then everybody loved Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. She's Wonder Woman. Now, I'm pretty sure when you know she's done making Wonder Woman movies, everybody's gonna be the same way they're acting. Who's that character? And for me, that's ridiculous. I mean, other actors. For me, it's 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 wrong of you to. Now, I'm not saying you specifically, but it's wrong for you to you know go about there and say, oh, this movie looks like 
crap now because the same actor isn't playing this, you know, it's a different actor playing a role. And it's for me, it's ridiculous. I'll I think give it's, you I the- think, I think it's nice to have different actors take on characters and make it their own. And we had that earlier this year with Solo. I mean, I know that you guys aren't as high as Solo as I am, but I think what, and Carlos, you even gave me this, so you even agree with me. The interesting about Solo was that that actor, and I don't know that, I don't know that, that actor's name. But Alden Aaron, that, right. Yeah, he made Solo, I mean, he made Han Solo, I mean, like, I mean, he, he made it his own and, 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 and people, I mean, for the most part, I mean, I liked it. I mean, I know Carlos liked him playing the role um, after we got done seeing the movie. I mean, I know it wasn't your highest rated Star Wars movie, but I mean, I, I at least know that you liked him in the role after seeing the movie. And I think that's, and I think that's, that's awesome that Disney gave somebody that opportunity to do that. And I feel that, you know, this is another opportunity. I mean, David Harbour is, he's, he's a great actor. He's an amazing actor, in my opinion. Um, and, and I can't wait to see him in, in the role. I mean, he's great in Stranger Things. He's, he's, he was great in Black Mass. Uh, he was great in a couple of other things I've seen him in. And so, I mean, I'm, I'm super excited to see him in this movie. And, uh, yeah, I mean, for me, he's, he, he did great. All right. Let's, mm-hmm. let's move on to the next trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Men in Black International. Brianna, we're going to start this off with you. What did you think about that movie? Oh, I think, it, I mean, it kind of reminded me of the 2016 Ghostbusters. And it, uh, and the Chris Hemsworth being in it didn't help that comparison. Um, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I feel like maybe the reason that I'm like not big on these uh, not like super hype is just because it feels like people don't even make movies for the same reason that they used to anymore. It doesn't feel like people make movies, make movies like this because they want to make them. I mean, nobody was clamoring for another men in black movie. It just feels like it's a cash grab. And there wasn't anything, uh, there wasn't anything in that trailer that made me think otherwise. So I don't know. I, I, I will see. We'll see. That's the best I can say right now. It didn't, there was nothing in the trailer that made me go, yes, I'm super excited for this movie. Other than like, I love Liam Neeson. But it, you don't love Chris Hemsworth? Wow. Um, and you don't I love Chris Thompson either. Wow. That's just. You want to make it personal, Ozzy? It's just shocking. Make it I mean, <laughs> you sound like a, you know, somebody who's really left wing right now. I never really don't appreciate it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. I like Hemsley, but I, I really mean, I, like listen, I mean, Carlos, Carlos, what do you think about the trailer? I actually really like this trailer. I think this movie <laughs> looks like tons of fun, and um, I don't know. Like, there's not too much to analyze here. I think the story setup is interesting. It wasn't necessarily what I was expecting that they were going to go, the direction I was expecting they were going to go. Um, I think Tessa Thompson, this is... I've never been, like, as high on her as everybody else is. The highest I've ever been on her is in Westworld. Um, But I think she looks really fun in this movie, and I'm looking forward to her performance. And then Chris Hemsworth, I'm looking forward for him to do something in a lead role that's actually, like, great aside from Thor, because I don't know if we've had that yet. He's been good in, like, side parts, even in a bad... Um, Ghostbusters reboot remake thing uh, he was like one of the better parts of that movie so like he's good in the side parts but he hasn't really found too much success outside of Thor 
it as a lead. So I'm looking forward to that aspect of it as well. Um, so yeah, I, I just I think the trailer looks pretty cool. I, I don't know. I don't have too much too many deep thoughts about this one. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I personally thought this trailer looked fun, uh, and, and and I'm actually excited for Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson to be teaming up again since they uh, they were great together in Thor Ragnarok. They were both great. I love. The I, don't know, I feel like there's an essential component missing. We don't have Korg. That's unfortunate. <laughs> 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 we don't have Korg. Right. Um, you know, it's, it's gonna be sad. <laughs> that was good. That was good. <laughs> But uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I thought it looked good. I thought it looked fun. Um, this is directed by F. Uh, Gary, uh, Greg, Greg Gary. No, this is by F. Greg Gray. Um, he's directed Friday. Um, he's directed Fate of the Furies, which I'm not a fan of. And he's also directed Straight Outta Compton, which I am a fan of. I'm a fan of two out of three. The only reason he's directed, I mean, he's directed a lot more, a lot more things. Um, but yeah, I don't know how to feel about. I mean, I don't know how to feel about him directing it, but it does look good. I mean, I, I, I can say right now, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It looks good. Definitely looks good. But, uh, but all right, I think that's it for us, guys. Uh, Brianna, where can people find you on social media? Oh, don't make me, <laughs> don't make me look up all of my different handles again. Um, Why don't people just use the same handle? If you can, wouldn't that be nice if they, if they weren't already taken? Um, I mean. I'm thinking if you search Breathe the Critique or Critique La Movie on any platform, you'll find me. Yeah, we'll make it easy. We'll tag you and stuff. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. You don't have to look that hard. That's fine. Don't follow her on social media. All right, Carlos, we're going to be fine. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cheery456. Make sure you follow us all over social media, all at ScreenFolks, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube channel, website, all of it. Um, Chucky's doing some Netflix reviews over on the website, so check that out. Um, and Enrique's got hopefully some more YouTube videos coming out soon, maybe. Um, again, we apologize for the quality, audio quality of this episode, not the quality overall. <laughs> I hope the episode was good and entertaining, but audio quality again. Just, just blame Enrique for the quality at this point. Don't, no, don't blame Enrique. It's because I'm not at my usual location. I'm literally recording this in a car with my portable recorder and my iPad. So this is very, very uh, low-budget recording right now. But, you know, we got to do what we got to do. And the episodes uh, can't stop coming out. We're faithful to bringing you great reviews. Exactly. Okay? Let me tell you something. Brianna comes out of her cave to do a <laughs> review. You know it's a business. Wow. Okay. Wow. So, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm what a, comp- that I'm is a be- backhanded compliment <laughs> yes. if I have ever heard yes. one. <laughs> hey, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? <laughs> I, I do love my cave. All right, Ozzy, I got pizza waiting inside, so let's wrap this up, man. Yo, you got pizza? I got pizza too. What, what, we got to get, get going. <laughs> All right, uh, you guys can find me on so on social media at Casper Ozzy. That's on Twitter. And then if you guys want to recommend anything for me, you guys can just do that at ozzycastro.com. Oh, ozzy.castro <laughs> I always forget that for some reason. Um, and, guys, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Uh, happy, you know, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. I don't know what we're going to be doing. I don't know if we're going to put an episode out. 
um, you know, before the, the year ends. But uh, if we don't, Happy New Year's, guys, and uh, Merry Christmas. You know, be safe. Enjoy time with your family. And, uh, yeah, guys, we hope you enjoyed the show. Please feel free to listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Overcast. Please rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Also, check out the website. Uh, check back on our feed to see if we post anything, any news. And, guys, this is Screen Fellas. Peace.